Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this podcast, and I'm the magician master of this game! I'm the only magician master because no one else plays this game. It's just for us. It's just for funsies. Um, and it's still in development. How exciting is that? And who am I using to playtest and develop this new system, game system, with all my wonderful players? And let's meet them now! I'm Nadine Kuhn and I play Cecily Mary Nature Spring, a pixie elf who accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic. All she ever wanted was to learn how to fly with those beautiful wings, but now that she's standing in front of the big evil, I am actually not sure if this is still her biggest goal. <laughs> well, and then there's me, guys. Uh, it's Lucas Fischer, uh, who plays Jasper Casper, who is a uh, human. <laughs> from the non-magical world. <laughs> what is he? He's a human. No, he's a human wizard from the non-magical world. And uh, all that Jasper wants is try and find a place to belong. And I'm sure that we can help him. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we will be able to. Uh, hi there. I'm Sebastian Kinder and I play Eric Miller, a musician, magician with a troubled past. Uh, there are a lot of people who completely forgot who he is. And apparently there are... People who won't forget who he is because the Dungeon Master don't want to make it easy on me. It would be nice if my enemies would forget who I am, but no, not happening. I feel like if it's too easy, then what's the point? You know, if it's too easy, then what are yeah. we doing here? If it's too easy, hey, but at least uh, some people keep you in mind, even if they might try to kill me. That's success, I guess. That is success in so many ways. And folks, I know that we are trying to find a little bit of success here at this uh, very climactic and very <laughs> uh, dangerous spot that our players, that our characters find themselves in. Because right now, we very much stand at a crossroads. We're hoping that Jasper and Eric can formulate some sort of plan to save their friend Sassley, who is possibly in a worse condition than they could even imagine, because she is... Uh, standing in the center of the hideout of the Einheitsherr and in the central chamber in front of a massive portal to the Shadow Realm, staring down Knecht Ruprecht himself with Dante the Pixie Elf pulling her in one direction and Yuvel Arcanal, mistress of the Einheitsherr, and pulling her in the other direction. So that's exciting. And I thought... Let's bring it back to basics for this introduction. And what that means is... Let's bring it back to the senses, because we didn't finish. We got we got bogged down in all that theorizing and, you know, talking about what interests us about the mysteries. And I, you know, before all of this began, we were talking about our favorite tastes, our favorite smells, our favorite... <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the important stuff. Uh, so bringing it back to basics today, and I'm going to ask you all, what is your favorite sound. We wait on bated breath. Sassy, the favorite sound is that noise when you open a package of cookies. That's her favorite sound. I think every time she would hear someone like opening something like that, she would immediately think it's a cookie and she would love to eat it. So she knows um, Rosemary Nature Spring. She makes the famous peanut butter cookies and she would wrap them. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially during Christmas, and give them out as a present. And sometimes Sassley would sneak 
into the kitchen and steal a few of those packages. And yeah, um, Rosemary didn't have enough all the time to give it as a present because Cecily would hide them under the bed. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> hey, J Jasper, I got an idea how we might be able to lure her out. Do you have some cookies with you? Mm, I don't think so. I, I have to ask Wilbur. If you could see my desk right now, you would know that that's also my favorite sound. <laughs> I ate a full package of Pfeffanusa today. Ooh. And yeah, and to, my, to our American listeners, Pfeffanusa, get into it. They're delicious. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> but you know, I kind of feel bad again because, you know, after Nadine told us, like, Sassley's favorite sound, which is, of course, a logical answer and, and a smart one, we have to go back to Jasper. And uh, Jasper, we all know Jasper. He kind of is more of a family guy, I, I would say. I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. Uh, well, we, we, we have to have a discussion later, Michael. But um, <laughs> the thing is, you know, we heard a lot of Anzabine and, uh, you know, the, the favorite smell. And now, when it comes to the favorite sound, we have to go to an uncle. Yeah, we have to go to Jasper's uncle, which is uh, Uncle Norbert. Yeah, Norbert, we all know him. And um, mm -hmm. he is uh, his father's brother, you know. And, um, you know, Jasper's father, he's kind of an addict when it comes to miniature trains. Uh, when we go to his uncle, Norbert, he really likes flamingos. You know, his apartment is full of flamingos, just like Mildred did. So that's what wow, kind of what a connection. Jasper. Yeah, that, that, why, why Jasper felt kind of, you know, comfortable when they sneak into the office and, you know, did all the illegal stuff. But, you know, <laughs> um, w when uh, he uh, visits his uncle, uh, he has to ring the doorbell. And that doorbell is nothing else than the sound of a flamingo. I don't know what 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 the what the situation of the flamingo is. If you know if it's trying to you know to to bring other 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 flamingos into when it's paarungszeit, you know when they try to to pair each other, or if it's just the sound of a dying flamingo. I don't know. Well, this sounds like the perfect opportunity for me to go onto my sound effects library and find as many different flamingo sounds as possible and tell us folks tell us in the comments on instagram or tell us uh, on our patreon if you're a patron do you think that that doorbell is this sound mm -hmm. this sound Ooh. or this sound i don't know about you guys but i, I like that third one <laughs> yeah, half has a ring to it, but uh, I think the first one wasn't too bad as well. All valid options. Or you could use my sound, which is ah, but you know, we never know. Wow, now you've ruined it. Now that's it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Eric's favorite sound. Ah, uh, it's good that you're asking me that, and not Eric in the moment, because Eric might uh become sad again. Um. But actually, <laughs> his favorite sound is. When his family, uh, they all have different instruments, as we know, plays together and you get the point of harmony. It's hard to describe where everything just falls in line and sounds just perfect and hits you deep. Like you feel absolutely grounded and connected to everyone around you. And that's especially with uh, all his family members around. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the sound. It's also about the feeling. Yeah. The togetherness. Yeah. Beautiful. Cookies, Flamingos, and Music. There you have it. The title of my memoir. Well, <laughs> that was lovely. We love learning more about the three of you and getting, getting more insight, more depth into the very interesting people that you all are. But there's no more time for interesting. No, we must plunge into the heart of darkness and continue where we left off. And to be honest, 
I don't want to wait any longer. So without much further ado, let's get into this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Last time on JK We Are Rolling, a battle raged on in the tunnel leading into the laboratory of the Einheit Seren. Isertwe turned huge, milled with electrified her wand, and Jasper and I prepared ourselves to battle three of the cultist wizards. It wasn't an easy battle, but with Isertwe literally throwing people back into the tunnel, a little healing magic from myself, and the appearance of Jasper's long-awaited baseball bat, we defeated the trio. Meanwhile, Cecily spoke directly with Knecht Ruprecht, the leader of the Einheit Seren, and literally haunter of our dreams. Knecht explained that the Einheit Seren were trying to restore balance as thousands of years ago, a great battle between Knecht and the Red Mage decided that a shadow and material realm would remain separate. Since the material realm champion cheated, he was able to lock Knecht and Perta in the shadow realm, and the chances of merging the two realms became impossible. But now, with two hidden armies of Krampine in the material realm, their chances are getting much better. So, Knecht gave Cecily a choice, prove her loyalty to the Einheit Seren by undergoing a month-long initiation in the Shadow Realm, or die. <laughs> Hopefully, we can find a way out of this before someone makes the choice for her. So, there you are. Eric and Jasper, you are standing in the hallway, this kind of cavern, which leads into this laboratory, the hideout of the Einheitsern. You successfully defeated three cultist mages, but during the battle, Mildred was quite hurt. She even got knocked out completely at one point, but Eric lended her some magic to heal her up. Yzerdva also went mega huge sized into his ultimate form which was quite helpful in making sure that none of the cultists could get away from you but he expended a lot of energy and magic and said hey it would be better he might be even not helpful if he's with you from now on he might be kind of pulling you down and he also said somebody should look after mildred who is definitely not in fighting condition so he removed mildred um he also helped you remove the bodies of the three cultists that you defeated and you shared the cloaks between you so that you are now in Einheitsherren cloaks whether you decide to use that or not or wear them or not but you have them available to you uh, so you'll have to let me know if you're wearing them or not one more thing that he says to you before he leaves he says uh he's he's taken the bodies and dragged them to the other side of the hallway and Mildred's kind of waiting by them with her wand out she's <laughs> panting but Yazedva comes back to you and he has in his hand a yellow touchstone, which he's removed from the bottom of Mildred's coffee mug, which she has hidden on her somewhere. <laughs> but he managed to get it from her. It's her coffee mug. Of course she has it somewhere. She's got it. Yeah, she's got it with her. Yeah. So he runs up to you and he says, oh, um, Hey, before you go, I, I meant to do this earlier, but I didn't have the chance and we never were apart, so it didn't make sense. But if one of you has the yellow touchstone, I, I would like to do something with that right now. I, th I think I have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a player. Not playing it for weeks. Just playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so whoever from us has the touchstone, which we definitely do, let's give it to him. Yeah, so Jasper, you hand him the yellow touchstone and he says, You know, I, I made these myself, and ever since I met you, 
all in the castle, and I was talking about the limitations of them and what they were able to do, and the fact that others have seemed to be able to increase the abilities of what they can do. The blue touchstones, I didn't design them to work that way, but it showed me that there must be more options that these can be used for, and I, I kept experimenting and thinking, so I think I have something to add. And he takes the other touchstones, and he mumbles an incantation, and he points his wand down at them, and you see sparks fly from them. And wow, yeah, his hair is like blown back a little, tss, and he bats out a little ember in his hair, very Hagrid's beardish, you know, with when Hagrid has the baby dragon. He, he bat, bats the the embers out of his hair, and then he hands one of the yellow touchstones back to you, Jasper. And both of you can see that on there, there is now a small indentation the outline of a salamander his touchstone has one as well and he says i've now upgraded these to what i'm going to call talk stones so if you just tap the end of your wand onto the symbol of the salamander and then you say the word mcguffin you'll be able to talk to me no matter where i am or mildred as it may be the yellow touchstone will always communicate to whoever has the other yellow touchstone. So now we can keep in contact even though we're not together. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, it's just like a walkie-talkie. Like a what? A walkie-talkie. You've never heard of a walkie-talkie? Are you like walking? He's, he, he got hit pretty hard in the head, Eric. Okay, you're just going to have to let it go. Yeah, yeah, all right. The walkie-talkie. Okay, well, I'm going to walk and talk in out of this tunnel right now with Mildred and these uh, knocked-out bodies, and you let me know if anything happens in there. You try to get in touch with me, but just get Sassley out as fast as you can and get back to us, and let's get out of here. Sounds good. We'll stay in touch through the touchstones. Uh, dang, I should have thought of that. Uh, <laughs> and you, Zerba... <laughs> begins to walk out, and you are uh, on your own now. Mm. Eric! Yes, Jasper, what is it? Oh, that was a good joke, but I think we have to concentrate now on how to get Sassley. I mean, where is she right now? Um, wildest guess? Uh, given where all the people came from, and where the main stuff is happening, the main hall, where we spy it down from, I guess? Well, that that's smart, we should... We should go there. But but you remember we got the, we got the the cloaks from the cultist. Yeah yeah we 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 should first of all wear those and second of all uh, those were three cultists. We have a spare rope. Uh, we should keep that in mind. Okay, but if she's in there, how do we get her out? Well, first of all, how about we we try to sneak in, just as you know, cultist members, and then we try to figure out what this situation is like, you know. Uh, so you want us to sneak into the main hall first before we then sneak back out of the main hall, hopeful no one is noticing us? I mean, I think they're not going to notice us. I mean, we look like cultists. I think we should give it a go. Yeah, we can do. Um, or we can try to get another view from up the vent again. Oh, you want to go up the vent? I mean, we can do that. That would be a possibility. And then, if there's Hesley... We can just fall down the vent, and then we say, Oh, we are just called as members who had to, you know, did some repairment in the vent. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Ah, uh, no, 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 don't, 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 don't fall down the vent. First, we need to see in which situation Cecily is in, then we need to assess how we can get her out of there. 
Didn't you say that you know the place? Yeah, well, I know where to get to the vent, easily. I mean, we all know. Yeah, and any other place? Just to keep in mind that we might want to have... No, it's only the only option. Yeah, no, 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 not how to get in the vent, but more like how we could create a distraction because I don't think we'll be able to just walk in like, oh my, hey, uh, we are gonna take her and walk out. I mean, we can use the kitchen. And you there, what exactly? I don't know. I don't even know where Cecily is. So let's just go to the vent and see what we can do. Yeah, sure. But first, let's check. But put on the cloak. I think you look good in the cloak. Yeah, I think so as well. Okay. You all have the cloak on. You you two. You, have, you two have the cloak on. And you are able to walk into this room <laughs> where you knocked out the other cultist earlier. There's just a trail of bodies everywhere that you've been. And you climb to the top of this vent and you look down on what's happening below. Both of you roll stealth checks. You can roll with advantage, both of you. Uh, it's 14. 14, okay, great. Uh, do we add together? <laughs> Did you roll <laughs> twice? Oh, I can roll twice? You can roll twice. Oh, thank you. The first one was a two, minus one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but the second one is a total of 16. I can deal with that. Uh, okay, god. great. 14 and 16. <laughs> Yeah, and we've we've already established that up in these vents, it's not a very difficult sneak check, but we gotta check. But you're able to get pretty close to the edge of the railing and look down and see below, and you see exactly what is happening. You see, you know, ring of cultists uh, in the back. They're kind of more in a clump now than they were earlier. They seem slightly on edge. You see Sassley with Yuval Arcanal, a hand on her arm, kind of pulling her. You see Dante with a hand on her wrist, pulling her in the other direction. And you see Knecht Ruprecht staring down on her in a kind of active tug of war. And Knecht is saying, Unhand the girl, Dante. Don't be a fool and let her make her choice. Do you stick around longer to figure out what's happening out, or is that enough information for you? Uh, I think that's enough information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, good, that's enough information. <laughs> unfortunately, it is. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, very unfortunately. Do they also hear what Cecily answers? If you, would, yeah, do you respond to, to that? Yeah, what's Knecht to Ooh. talk, right? Yes. It sounded like him. She's like, I'm sorry, come with me or face oblivion? That does not feel like there's a lot of room to make choices. I mean, for real. How would you know that I truly want to come with you and don't just say it because I'm afraid you kill me if I say no? Someone who wants to be part of Pechta and her elf club shouldn't be threatened to do it. They should make the decision by heart. They should be a third option. And lady, let go of me right now. Okay. I uh, say so that you have enough time to hear that. <laughs> monologue as we are sneaking <laughs> back out of the as, you, as you're sneaking back out you hear this happening behind you so you get the idea that uh sassley's in a tight 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 position at the moment okay okay that's not good not at all um i think sneaking inside of the room is a little bit difficult given all the cultists are quite on edge as you might have noticed they are not as spread around as before might be that they're more cautious as well hmm but I think I actually have an idea. I mean, we have to we have to act fast. But how about that we really try to, you know, bait them out of the room or try to, to 
you know, get them from the situation of, oh, what is Cedric going to decide? So we need something that grabs their attention. Yeah. So, um, how about, you know, I have the touchstone. I could try to communicate to Yzerdve, who can, you know, try to manage making a lot of chaos and a lot of noise coming from maybe the kitchen. And then we, as the cultists, maybe can run inside the hall like the big hall and then we can stream like oh something terribly is happening or maybe like the, the traitors are in the kitchen and we need your help and then maybe they help us or they just run away the the problem i i see in that is um if things are to go downhill isertva is pretty much worn out just as much as mildred and i don't think that isertva is going to let mildred be alone for too long I mean, there has to be a reason the Magician Master separated the two from us, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in-game, in, in you know that Mildred's pretty worn out. I mean, if you requested Yazerdva to help you, he probably would. But then this will leave Mildred alone and we'll put Yazerdva behind, you know, enemy lines, Again. so to speak. But mm. he will absolutely help you if you think that's a necessary part of the plan. I mean, yeah, yeah. Your, okay. your, your options are totally yours. Okay. Uh, next attempt. Is is there is there something else apart from the kitchen? What are, what kind of rooms are here? Well, we have the kitchen. We have a kind yeah. of you know sleeping room with bedrooms. Yeah. Um. Then we have uh you know the, the showers. We don't want to go to the showers. No. But there is another exit, but you know there's all the cramping. We don't want to go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then there's kind of like like a common room and the and the toilets and the toilets. Oh, I know. Come closer, Eric. Come closer. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, not so close. Uh, sorry. How about we sneak? Or one of us goes to the kitchen, trying to make a big, huge chaos and noise, and then runs towards the exit, and the other one tries to get the, the reaction from that Dante guy and, you know, this this Miss Arcanile, and then we try to get Cecily and run for the exit, while the other enemies are all going to the kitchen. That sounds reasonable, Um, given that my uh, possibilities for influencing people is pretty much gone. I would try to create distraction in the kitchen. Yeah, you know, I'm a perfect imitation, you know? Yeah, I know that. Mm -hmm. And I trust in you that you're going to manage that. Yes, that's what we do. Okay, so it sounds like you have a plan now. Yeah. So let me ask you two questions. Yes. Where are you going and where are you right now while you're having this discussion? Um, I think we're on our way to, to like the main hall, which connects to the laboratory and, you know, mm -hmm. the ritual room. Perfect. And you're heading to the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I I want to make sure that I communicate with uh, Yzerdva beforehand so that he and Mildred are safe to, to prepare themselves to go to the exit. Okay. And then, you know, try to keep that clear. Perfect. So you communicate that to Yzerdva. Hey, you guys guard the exit, please. We're, we're going to be trying to make a run for it. And where did you have this conversation and where did you do that? Tell that to Yzerdva. What room were you in? I think in the I think we were on our way and I think we try not to be too obvious in the room so I think we are still in the room where we took the crystal you know the the entrance of the vent yeah okay in which case that's fine nothing happens we switch back over to Sassley who just shouted out her <laughs> her truth you you told connect it's not really a decision death or Shadow Realm, give me a fairer decision so that you can really see what's in my heart. Dante tugs you to one side and says, 
I couldn't agree more. I can't allow it to happen. This is Pixie Elf business, and it's our right to decide what happens to her. Only Perkta can give me a command about my own kingdom. Yes, exactly, exactly. You're very close, you're very close. I'm just talking right into, right into your ear. Yes. <laughs> At this point, while he's so close to your ear, Dante whispers to you, Zazly, there's a vent system on the upper level. Get ready to fly there when I give the symbol. Then you can escape and we'll rendezvous at Pixie Door. Hold, hold on, hold on. At this oh point, Yuvel pulls you into the other direction and says, Your kingdom doesn't exist yet, your highness. Sacrifices must be made to achieve your goals. Don't throw away everything for this waif of an elf and a possible traitor at that. And Sassy pulls Dante close to her and she's like, Dante, that is a beautiful plan. Unfortunately, I am very, very tired, and I think I can't fly when I am so tired. I can't do anything. I feel like I need to sleep at night, but it would be wonderful. You and I and the kingdom, and you will be the king, and Perchta is all over. Oh, that makes me so happy. You have beautiful wings. <laughs> so at this point, both of them are pulling on you, and we are going to roll spryness checks for both of them, to see which of them is stronger in this moment and who you get pulled towards. So it's not a role for you, just a role for them. Since Dante is your ally in the moment, I will use an ally Dante dice. You can pick which one. Which one of these ally dice do you want to have? The last one. The last one, okay. Not quite good enough for Dante. Yuvel pulls you ends up winning this tug of war. And really, at first it was kind of a, no, she should go with me, like a kind of standoff. And now she really tugs you and you get really violently, physically pulled back towards her and slightly behind her, but she does not let go of you. Connect says, disobedience in my hall. You are breaking the tenets of this society. Let her make her choice. You see that Dante looks at Yuvel and says, You've made a mistake, and begins crackling with electric energy as he flies up into the air. You see that Yuvel draws a wand from the side of her, and the seven or so cultists at the back of the room, who you now realize are very much under the thumb of Yuvel more than they are of Dante, also all pull out wands and point them towards Dante. Nobody seems to be actively attacking you. You are not the one causing the disruption right now. It is Dante. And Dante says, no one wants to test against this fire. <laughs> well, he became Mildred for a second. <laughs> no one wants to test against no, you. Well, you. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would come for me all along. <laughs> in there? <laughs> he says, none of you are ready for this heat. Don't do something stupid. And a little bit of lightning jumps off of his chest and cracks into the floor. Uh, and there's this kind of standoff going on, but you see, you feel that it's very tense and that at any moment, if someone makes a move, it's going to break into a fight. How do I feel about the others? Do I have a feeling where they are like towards, like, you know, all the other Einheitsserien? Are they more like allies? to Jubel or to Dante? Like, what do I feel about that? You feel very strongly that the human um, slash maybe, maybe centaur, <laughs> the, these members of the Heitzaren are more on Yuvel's side slash maybe Knecht's side. Mm -hmm. 
um, that Dante's convictions are the convictions of the pixie elves right now, but right now it's just him. So you, you are feeling like Dante is in a very bad position, but Dante is power is probably more powerful than most of the other people in this room. Uh, you're not sure exactly what Knecht is able to do from his position. I feel like Knecht is probably not able to do a lot because it seems like he's trapped behind there because I feel like there's not enough power yet for him to to come through. Um, so he basically relies on allies that he has. Mm -hmm. How many pixie elves are there and how many... Is it like half-half? Are the pixie elves less? There are no other pixie elves in the room. There are seven oh. human <laughs> cultists plus Yuvel, and there's just Dante. <laughs> oh, yay. That's the read. Maybe I put my Zauberschlag uh, back into my pocket. Because <laughs> 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 I was ready to cast Zauberschlag on her. Yuvel has you in, in her arms right now, and she is starting to pull you towards the portal. She wants to shove you in. You know what? I do Zauberschlag. Can I do it? Yes. Where on, are you? On, on Yuvel. On Yuvel? On Yuvel? Yes. Absolutely. It's a surprise. She doesn't see it coming. She's not focused on you. Her wand is pointed up towards Dante. Um, so you get this uh, in terms of initiative. You, you go first at this moment. It's a 15. Okay. She's going to roll uh, Spryness to see if she like notices that you're moving and preparing your wand and getting out of the way. Uh, she rolls a 19 and <gasps> yeah, and she dodges. I mean, that's just crazy. She just did roll very well. She lets go of you though and rolls out of the way. You are now free from Yuvel. As your Salvashlag rockets into the air and Yuvel dives out of the way, you hear as the other cultists begin to let go charges of magic towards Dante, who goes, and lightning crackles out from his fingertips. I'm going to do a quick series of rolls here. Not quite Dante. Unfortunately, Dante's lightning goes wild. Doesn't hit any of these guys. And you see that there's eight of them. One of them does manage to clip him in the wing. And he flies slightly wild, um, but does not lose a constitution in that moment. By the way, just to remind you, Jasper, if you ever get hit by anything, you do need a 15 or more to survive. Just that's how we ended the fight last time. To survive, did you hear? Thank you for reminding me. Mm. That's what I'm here to do. I'm a helper. I'm a helper. But flipping back to what's happening right now, this all happens very quickly. You are released, Sassley. You're more or less still in the center of the room. And as you turn to see this lightning and these blasts of magic go between Dante and the seven cultists he's trying to take on by himself, you then see three pixie elves run into the room. They've been preparing you a room and maybe taking a little, like, <laughs> like giving a little space to you and Dante as well out of respect. But they were on their way back uh, from the bedroom area. Uh, the boys were smart to not be in their way. And they now enter into the main chamber and Dante says, treason against the pixie elves, take them out, men. And wind and ice begin to pick up as these cultists are now sandwiched between Dante and the three pixie elves that he has with him to help him. You are standing in the center of the platform and we switch back to Jasper and Eric now. Jasper and Eric, you've made it to the kitchen. You know, Eric, I really like this cloak. I think it suits me. I think it should wear more often. Ah, 
let's think about it for another time. How about that? What can we do here in the kitchen that would cause a big enough um, hmm. distraction? Maybe we can do an investigation. Can we? You Yes, absolutely you can. So sorry. <laughs> Jasper, if you want to do something specific, I'll let you use your mind map. If you want to say like, oh, I'm looking for this specific kind of thing. Oh. And that will give you advantage on the rolls. Yeah, well... What I'm thinking for, what I'm looking for, is something that could do, like, kind of an explosion in any way. Mm -hmm. um, given the fact that it's still a kitchen that probably is running. It's a kitchen. It works. It's a gas stove. You know how, how to turn on the, the, the flame and everything. There are oils. There are, you know, salts, powders, um, and this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You you can make big flames and things in, in a conventional way that you would be able to in a in a kitchen and you know exactly where all the materials that you want to find are there's no like magically blowing up thing in this room but you have oh. every ability to find exactly what you want to make a big fire happen in a kitchen at this moment as you are doing this you start to hear far in the distance oh firework i don't think that's firework but what is it just just listen for it for a moment Yelling, possible death. <laughs> and you hear from, and you, you hear, Dalwashlag! Are they fighting? They're fighting! Um, okay, 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 okay. You need to concentrate, Eric. Um, so, I think if I look at the kitchen, what I need is we need something that there's a big explosion, like a fire explosion. Maybe, like, because this is all gas. And you see all the, all, all the pipes there? I think that's gas. So maybe. We can try to to get holes in this these pipes, and then we try to inflame the pipe, and then it's all, all going boom, and then the whole kitchen is burning. I think that's 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 a noise loud enough to for them to hear. Uh huh. And put more chaos in the fight. That boom crash, possible death of friends in the distance. Ah! Okay, just hurry up. We need to be quick. Let's take a <laughs> moment. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you decide to to turn on the gas basically, but loosen the pipe so that gas floods into the room, flammable gas floods into the room, yes? Exactly. And then yeah. to turn on the burner. Beautiful, yes. Yeah. Okay, it's going to take a little while to fill the room up with yeah. gas in the way that you want to, but you can close the door to do that, like to try to fill up this room with gas and make sure that it creates a big flame. And since you are in the kitchen, um, and I'm gonna say that you're, you're busy, you hear, the sound of hooves in the hallway passing close by to where you are, but they continue quickly towards the main hall, and you are not intercepted by whoever that was. Ah, dodging one bullet after the other. We cut back to Sassley. Sassley, roll bookishness. Oh no, it's a fight. 17. Very nice. Wow. All right, Sass. The first to go in the bookishness order are the pixie elves. Everybody's gonna be rolling as a group, which is good. They're your allies at this moment. I'm not going to roll for everyone individually because there's like 25 people in this room. So <laughs> I'm gonna make one group roll for most of them. Um, and I'm going to make one roll for Dante specifically. So the group roll, a natural one. As a group, they all come in and are caught off guard by what's happening. And you see that they're building up power, but they basically just lose the turn out of surprise because they did not expect to find this. 
Sassly, you're the next one to go. Connect is yelling, yelling as much as Connect ever yells. Grab her and bring her to me. This will not stand in my abode. I told you, you should have given me an option. You could have given me a chance. But that lady pulled me, and I'm not going to let myself pulled into something that I'm not even sure about what's, what's going to happen inside of there. Um, I have a question. Mm -hmm. If I do big magic, mm -hmm. I can actually summon a spirit that does whatever I want from it, basically, right? Yes. So if I do big magic, can I ask that spirit to bring me and Dante out of there? Yes, essentially, the spirit can fly, it's very strong, um, it can battle somebody for you. Yeah, the spirit's very strong, powerful. I wanna do that. You're gonna roll for big magic in this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, for, forget, forget about our plan, that is, wow. <laughs> just, let's just lean back and relax now. Eric, do you hear that? Even more fireworks. Oh man! Yeah, perfect. <laughs> what do I okay. need? Okay, yeah, scrap everything I prepared for this episode. Um, literally <laughs> everything. <laughs> okay, here's how it works. You get an 11 or higher and you succeed. You get a 10 or lower and you fail. You have a bonus based on how many spells you failed outside of battle before, which for you is what, plus four? Do I have to use that? Your bonus? Yes, you, you have to use it and it'll start over from zero once you've used it. So that means that you need at least a seven to succeed on this. Lower than a seven, abysmal failure, something very bad will happen. Oh no, please don't play. I did roll immediately when I said it. And um, I, I rolled a 14 and I have plus four, right? A total of 18. Yeah. Uh, Sassly, do you want to describe this or do you want me to describe this? <laughs> in this moment, Sassly sees that Dante is in mortal peril, that the pixie elves who came to, to back them up are easily outnumbered by these cultists, that Knecht is staring down uh, from where he is and feels this sudden urgency like she's never felt before to do something, anything, and she reaches deep inside of her. This has nothing to do with your wand. This is a primal magic, and lets out a primal shout, a, a scream as she falls to her knees, and an insane amount of magic leaves her body. And what happens? I actually would like the spirits to look like a, a huge pixie elf, but like super huge. Mm -hmm. with a shell on the uh -huh. back yeah and giant wings coming mm -hmm. out of the a shell mm -hmm. and it's wearing glasses because it's it's like everything Cecily admires and finds cool and she remembers like it's something from everything that Cecily always felt connected with wings then turtle bertha and the glasses that Mildred and Jasper and Eric were wearing when they were on their mission. And it's glowing and sparkling full of light and is made out of bones. So, and is made out of bones? Yes. <laughs> Just a little so, detail in the end. Because it's undead, I mean. So, the, it does not have to be undead, but it can be. So, in this moment, 
even you boys in this other room, you hear this shout that like echoes with magic, like Wah! And everybody in the room is thrown back slightly. Even Knecht Ruprecht kind of covers his face as this bright light bursts from all of Sassly. It bursts from out of you and coalesces in front of you out of this beam that even touches the ceiling. And as this beam of light settles into a form, you see this skeletal pixie elf with a turtle shell and sunglasses on, and in its hand is a gleaming spear. And it looks at you, Sassly, and it bows, and Dante drops out of the air to the other side of you. Nobody really understands what is happening at this moment, but you summon that with your turn. You have this servant now. You roll a bookishness roll for your servant, please. Your servant has plus two to bookishness. Eight. So a 10 total? No, it is an eight. It's a, it's a six. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It's a powerful but very simple mind that wants. <laughs> but he has a heart of gold. Heart made of gold. It's good that it's slower than you, isn't it? I mean, because we can order it, it can follow the order after that. Actually, that's basically true because the elves went at 19, Sassley went at 17. The next in order is Knecht Ruprecht. Oh my. Knecht is totally overwhelmed by this power of, of magic that just came from you and looks like he doesn't know what to do for a second. Such power. Maybe I did underestimate you, but your intentions are still unclear. And he tosses into the room from his portal a metal box. This metal box is crackling with dark energy and purple light, and it explodes. And these black, inky tendrils of darkness and shadow shoot out over the room and seem to only target whoever he seems to identify as enemies. That's gonna be your servant, yourself, Dante, and the other three pixie elves. You will all roll a spryness roll. So roll two times, Sassily, once for yourself and once for your servant. I will roll for the pixie elves. The servant has plus two still? Yes. Yeah, at all stats. In all stats. Servant is um, 11 and I have 19. Nice, okay. Um, everybody rolled really well on this. Um, Dante flies up out of the way of the shadowy tendrils. You hop over them as they come towards you. The three pixie elves at the back rolled a natural 20 and uh, <laughs> leap over them Hi-ya! Uh, to come towards you. The only failure is your <laughs> super powerful magical servant um, and your super, ma <laughs> your, your super powerful magical servant unfortunately now has its speed reduced to zero, is attached to the ground, cannot move, uh, as these shadowy tendrils wrap around. Your Servant of Light has the next turn. Does it have spells or anything? It is limited right now, um, but you could definitely attack. Yuvel Arcanal is there, um, has not been able to take a turn yet, and... Uh, is exposed to the gleaming spear of your spirit if you wish to attack. Could also potentially attack Knecht Ruprecht if you wanted. Uh, that spear has a big reach. 
So if he attacks Knecht Ruprecht, does it even go through the thing? Yes, right? Because you can... You don't know, but from what you've seen, they sent a Zvergish through earlier and it did work. Like, the Zvergish was able to go through. I don't want that because I'm afraid if you put something in, something comes out. So I wouldn't do that because that's how it was before. Mm -hmm. Well, he kind of threw a metal box on your side, didn't he? Yeah. True. So that means something can in, but nothing come out now? It seems to you like things can pass both directions. Things, but not like living. Uh, mm -hmm. For living, from from what I collected, uh, if you want to have a creature from the Shadow Realm enter our realm, you need to exchange it with another creature from our side. So that kind of the amount of creature in both worlds stays the same. Keep the balance. Keep the balance. You're not sure about that, but you definitely know that things can pass through. Uh, and your your servant is made of pure magic. Can, <clears throat> can he grab Yule? and um yeah and threaten everyone to stop or he's going to like hurt her i will let you speak for the servant but the servant can absolutely try to beat yuvel in a contest of spryness so that it can grab yuvel mm -hmm. 18 plus 2 20. <laughs> great natural one <gasps> well that's <laughs> yuvel uh yuvel is contained she rolled a natural one. Your spirit just takes its spear and wraps it around Yuvel so that she's completely restrained. Yuvel also has no movement for the next turn <laughs> and is restrained. And what do you say to everybody? All right, everyone. Weapons down right now. You don't want that, like, anything happens to that one here, over here. So weapons down. Stop this insanity. It's crazy. People should not fight when they're supposed to be aiming for similar things, I guess. So put down the, the weapons and no one will get hurt. Do you have any influence points here left, Sassily? No, I didn't sleep. You know, I'm constantly doing stuff. I never I slept. Like, I'm just like, asking. I don't I'm just anything. asking. <laughs> just like, I'm, I'm constantly doing the biggest thing I can and I'm very exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Just to be clear, you used all your influence points for sure, yeah? I'm not 100% sure to be fair, because I feel like we play this for days now without sleeping, so I really don't know. Very true. I did not expect y'all to be in here for so long, so, you know, it, it'd be like that. We never wanted to be in there for so long. <laughs> so, you say that, and the power of this servant that is under your control gives everyone pause. The cultists would have taken their turn next, but they don't. Yay. <laughs> that is a yay, right? It's a yay. yay. <laughs> it we, is. We, we are happy for that, right? We are, we are happy. It is at this point that Manticore enters the room, which was the horse hooves that the guys heard. And you see that he takes in the situation. He was going to be the one to break up the fight, but he sees that his job's already done. <laughs> Um, no worries, I tried to really bring them all down, Manti. I'm <laughs> fine. So Manticore, this, this very dangerous, very powerful looking centaur, walks in and shoves past everybody and looks at Knecht to ask what to do. And Knecht looks at him and he says, Well, it seems we are at an impasse, little elf. The choice was always yours to begin with, but it seems that perhaps you'll live today. 
Of course, that's something that someone would say if they were the type to accept defeat. And after several thousand years in the Shadow Realm, I am not such a person. Manticore, release the Crampine. Manticore takes off in the other direction. And we flip back to the guys. What are y'all doing? Uh, Jasper is seasoning the, the gas. The room has now filled with gas. You don't know what happened, but you heard Sassley's voice like so powerfully, obviously amplified by magic. You know that she just did something huge, but you don't know what she did. And I will say that at one point, as the room's filling up with gas, you you hear horse hooves quickly in the opposite direction towards the back showers. You have seconds to do something. What do you do? Uh, given that I don't want to be in the room that's filled with gas, as we just started to light up something that's going to cause the gas to explode, I'm outside. Okay. Yes. And especially with the sound of horse hooves right now. Okay, just, just as a player now. Yeah, because we have seconds. Yeah. So we are finished with everything, and we knew that uh, Jasper wants to inform Jesse, which he's going to do in a second, and that you have to ignite the explosion. And actually, what I did actually write down, because I wanted to do sudden Nachklang, I actually wrote down, help the Krampins are escaping. <laughs> I had it all down here. So I think... <laughs> It still makes sense as a player, so I want to stick with that. Okay. I think we just have to hurry up. So, in the voice of one of the cultists that you've heard, you see uh, the one, the one, uh, the guarded from outside, the wolf one. Okay, the wolf, the wolf cultist. Uh, you want to say, "Help the campaign are escaping." <laughs> of course, you don't realize that all the other cultists in the building are like, "Good, they're supposed to." Uh, at this moment, <laughs> but uh, explain to me, did you you left the flames of the stove on? Is that the idea? So that eventually they will catch the gas. Yeah, that was what I thought would happen, because in that case, we can get out of the room uh, as soon as we can to see, like, because I had in mind that we need to have a clear space to get out in the end as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm naive enough to think that a good old Sauberschlag will do the trick. You know, firing on, the, on the oven which with a burning flame um, to, to give the last ignition. So, just to be sure, you wanna stand in the open door as no, you no, 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 kitchen explode. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm on my way to the to the ritual room, and on the way, I want to inform Yezzy uh, through the touchstone. Yeah, through the walkie-talkie. Uh huh. So. You have just turned on the gas in this room. You've left the fire on. You waited for the room to fill up pretty well with gas until you were like, this is going to blow in just like one moment. And right after you heard these centaur hooves booking it down the hallway, you ran out into the hallway. Okay, nobody's here. And now you will try to let Yazadva know what's going on. Yes. So you point your wand at the yellow touchstone and say, the code word MacGuffin, but before you can say anything, you just hear on the other side, hey, you've got the wrong idea. No, hey, let go of me. Silence. Miss Mulberry, yes, um, uh, oh, we have to do that later. Uh, Eric? Yeah? Are you ready to escape? I am as ready as I can be, what happened? Oh, okay, 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 I don't know. You're just doing this as you're running, and you run, and you skid into the main room, and what you see in the main room now, as you enact the second part of your plan, is you see a group of cultists and a group of pixie elves. The pixie elves have wind and ice flying around them, 
and they're pelting it at the cultists who are kind of taking a defensive position, but every now and then flinging off a hit. You see Knecht Ruprecht himself is saying something in the back, but it's not intelligible over all the noise. It's a very soft speaker. You see that Dante is firing lightning around at the cultists as well. And where are you right now, Sassly? You made your speech. Connect decided to release the Crampine. The other groups decided to attack each other. But Uvel Arcanal is still held in place by your spirit. Yeah, so you slash the elves would have had the next turn. So I, I'll roll for the elves real quick. Yes? No. So Dante does not manage to hit with his lightning, but you see that the other three pixie elves, boom, they take out a cultist. They use, they're flinging ice and you see one of them hurls this block of ice as big as their head and uses wind to toss it from between their hands and it smacks a cultist in the chest and it falls over and that cultist is, is not moving right now. What are you doing? So how many people are attacking me right now? There are still six cultists left, plus Yuval Arcanal, who is in, who is, who is being held by the spirit. So they still fight, even though we said stop fighting, or we, or we harm her. Wow. Yeah, you said stop fighting, and then <laughs> Knecht, who is the head of the whole Einheitsaren, was like, <laughs> "I'm not gonna let it happen," and released the Crampine, figuring that by getting the Crampine into the room, he can very, very quickly end this fight. Is his hope. Gotcha. You see, by the way, your friends standing in the, like, skid to a stop in the front of the room. <laughs> you see Eric and Jasper. Eric, Jasper, what are you? Who, who are these people? I, I, you're <laughs> supposed to be gone already. You're supposed to be, like, leaving way earlier with, with Mildo. Hold on, did Mildo and Yazzie leave and leave you here? <laughs> Anyways, she turns around. You are shouting all of this. They are on the other side of this full-on battle. Can you understand her? Between <laughs> all these cultists and elves are battling in between the front door and you. Jasper, I see her lips moving, but I can't hear her. Are you okay? Cecily <laughs> turns around and she walks towards Yuval and she takes a wand. Which is no action. I mean, she's like pretty much right. She's pretty much. She's restrained. Um, just for the, I feel bad not giving her a defense roll, but you have advantage and she has disadvantage. <laughs> she rolls a seven. It's a 16. Great. You get her wand. Give me that wand. <laughs> <laughs> you will not do any harm with this wand anymore. You vicious lady. You get her wand. That is your main action, but you still have your free movements and your speech or whatever you want to do. Um, Dante as well. And I think Dante at this point is probably flying towards you and he says, Sassly, it's time to make a run for it. Or a wing for it. Come on, make for the top. Hold on, hold on, Dante, hold on. I told you. I'm a very weak flyer. When I'm, I didn't sleep for quite a while, then they don't fly because I'm so tired. I also need to take care of this here. I also feel very much that these two over there, and she points to Jasper and Eric, can be good, helpful allies. <laughs> they will do whatever, you know, they will do whatever it takes to make me and also people like us happy, if you know what I mean. We need people like that. He flies to you and he's floating slightly above you and he takes your face in his hands and he says, Sassly, there's no such thing as good human allies. Now, come along. 
also, I didn't realize you were so high maintenance. And uh, he will try to pick you up to fly. He thinks you're just being lazy. Oh, no. uh, he oh, no. will try to pick you up to to fly you. Um, do no. you let him fly you out of the room? Um. 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 <laughs> I don't want to be for forever with Dante in I don't know where. <laughs> We don't know each other that well. We should get to know each other better before we. There's no time, Sassley. <laughs> I know there's no time. There's no time. But can we can we fly a second later? A second? I, 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 <laughs> and she faints. Um, I'm gonna roll a spryness for him, and if he succeeds it, he's gonna pick you up and fly with you since you're acting like dead oh, weight. No. <laughs> uh, he's rolling pretty bad this round. Uh, you you fall to the ground, and he's like. Sassy, I can't. Oh, jeez, this is wow. He speaks like Mildred. <laughs> I he he really speaks. I am tired, and I keep my voice dropping. And says they feel super connected to him because of that. She's like, <laughs> no, you sorry, remind hold on. me let of me someone. Do, let me do this, uh, the voice again. No, Sassy, hold on. Oh, gee. <laughs> this is such a Mildred thing to say. Hey, Sassy, you better get up. You better get up. Oh man. Um. Uh, okay, well that's that's Dante's turn. <laughs> the big guy is, is it's his next turn, right? It is Connect's turn next. Oh, is not my big magic the next turn? Connect, then your servant. Ah, Ooh. I thought that yes. not too. Yeah, yeah. Connect, then your servant. Um, so fly me out of here. <laughs> yeah, he. You can assume he does not have endless of these, but you see another box get thrown into the room. Everybody, everybody rolls spryness. Everybody. Ooh. Total of 16. Nice, you pass. I had to, I had to roll twice, right? Once for you and once for your spirit. My spirit has a 19. Pass. And I have a 10. Not a pass. I offer a 14. Not a pass. All of the pixie elves and Dante pass. So the only failures are, unfortunately, Sassley herself. Shadows wrapping around your legs, movement reduced to zero. And Eric, you don't know what's going on. You just, this nope. magic box gets tossed in. It floats in the middle of the room for a second and then ping, shatters. Weird, inky shadows burst through the room and wrap around your ankles and you, suddenly find that you can't uh, move anywhere. You are tied to the ground. All right, <laughs> or not. What the hell? This is cool. No, it's not. <laughs> That's gonna be uh, your servant's turn though, Sassley, and your servant is free. So he cannot pick me up. You don't know that. It might, be, it might be possible to get pulled out of the shadow, but it's going to be a check for that, like a, a basically a spryness check to see if the spirit is strong enough to pull you out. Would also have to release Yuval Arcanal, although you do have her wand. Is it possible that the spirit, because he's super strong, he's like unlimited strength. Yep. So can he carry multiple people outside? In terms of you and Dante, yes. In terms of Eric and Jasper? Mm, still only two arms on that thing. I'm gonna say two people, easy. Three people, maybe one on the back. Four people, probably not. Okay, I want the spirit to carry out Jasper and Eric. Okay, Eric is also fixed to the ground by shadows, so it will be, have to succeed a spryness check to get him out. Well, I'm free. 
you are also free. You can also try to tug Eric out um, when it's your turn. Oh, I'm so foolish. That reminds me. Uh, boys, now that you've been attacked, roll me bookishness. Ten. Ten, ten, tens across the board. Five. Does the spirit have anything powerful, magical? Can it like shoot around or? It is made of pure magic and it can fly, but it does not shoot magic beams or anything. So attacking, he can just hit people like one-on-one. Uh, yeah, essentially. There's no like area of effect spell. The area of effect spell would be the big magic of the field mage. Oh, the problem is if I let the spirit stay there, it might be able to work as a shield for us and we can try to escape, but I can just free two people. And since Cassidy would not let Eric and Mm -hmm. Jasper, she would keep them, try to bring them out first. Understood. If the servant runs backwards, with us, we could hide behind it, right? I mean, it'll be hard for all of you to hide behind it, but you can use it to absorb some damage for sure. It, it has unlimited constitution, so. Sasley sneaks the wand while pretending to be like <laughs> fainting on the ground. She sneaks the wand of Duval in the, sh- the, the pants of the creature, of a big magic creature. Uh-huh. You should just give it a name. <laughs> Bertha 2. No, it's Gertrude. Gertrude? Gertrude. So she, she sneaks it into Gertrude's pants. Uh-huh. And she sends Gertrude off to save Eric and Jasper and put them outside. Okay. Um, what do you say to Gertrude exactly? Nothing. She understands me without words, I hope, because I'm pretending to be fainted. Fine with me. Okay, great. You <laughs> telepathically, I mean, it's your magic. It's just your magic. Yeah. So you send your magic off to do that, even though Gertrude has a little bit of, Gertrude can think on their own a little bit in a magical sense, if you if you kind of telekinetically give it basic instructions. In, in her head, she's like, please bring them out safe. I don't want that anything happen to them. And if you manage to have the time, can you come back and get me out too? <laughs> Gertrude with these big Aww. wings and turtle shell. And the glasses. Whips past all of the fighting. The fighting doesn't phase it, doesn't bother it. It just flies right through all of that and easily picks up Jasper in one arm. Oh. And then we'll try to pull out uh, Sassly. Roll spryness, you gotta beat a 15 to, uh, plus two, this is Gertrude's roll, to get Eric out of there. How much do I need? You need a 15. No, I failed. Okay. It's a three. <laughs> so, I am glad I asked. <laughs> I like your optimism. Gertrude uh, uh, tries to pull Eric out, and even though Gertrude is very strong, this is the magic of Knecht Ruprecht, also a legendary mage. This is one of his toys that he makes, one of his gifts that he gives. And Gertrude is not quite able to do that, but I will say that while Gertrude is standing in front of the boys, they are not susceptible to damage coming at them from the battle. Very nice. Sweet. Um, That is gonna be the cultists' turn now. They wanna get you all. Did, uh, did Eric and Jasper already lose their, like, dressed as cultists? 
do they still think that we're cultists? Thank you for reminding me. That's a very good point. The cultists would not be attacking you anyway. Thank you. Yes. Go True. On now. Very good point. Good point. You see at this point uh, that uh, Yuvel feels herself, realizes that they lost their wand, and roll investigation, Sassily. You're the only one close enough to see this. 11. 11? Uh, I, I'm going to say that you're probably like watching pretty closely. Is that your total? No, my total was 12, and then I had a minus one. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm going to rule that you actually see this because it's you are in the positive, and I think you are really actively like just standing in front of her because she she kind of glances at you. She looks around and thinks about going for you for a second, but that's not her style. And you see her become like the room around her and disappear as if her skin can become natural camouflage. You put together that she might have some kind of chameleon ability. Because you notice that she didn't have any other animal features, um, but she oh. seems to have a highly developed kind of chameleon skin. So she doesn't exactly turn invisible, but she's very hard to spot and she disappears into the commotion of the room around her. So Yuval does that on this turn. There are six other cultists still pew pew pewing around and they're mostly aimed at you and Dante. Pew, pew, pewing. Pew, pew, pewing around. There's six left, so I'll use a D6. Perfect. Five go for Dante, one goes for you. This is for Dante. Um, they do not hit Dante as he flies out of the way. He flies above them. <laughs> Cecily goes up, yes, Dante. And then she's like, oh, <laughs> fainting again. <laughs> and then there's one cultist who shouts, traitors, and tries to hit you, Cecily, with a shot and schlag. And you roll, it's deafness is the defense roll. 14. That is enough. You deflect it with your own wand like a superstar. And then you go, ah, again. Take this. <laughs> oh, still super weak, Dante, but you know, powerful creatures we are. <laughs> okay, that was the cultist's turn. Here's what happens next. You hear a as a door behind Eric and Jasper comes off of its hinges and as smoke bombs fill the room and the air is suddenly filled with smoke. And then you hear, the sound of people on radios and multiple footsteps behind you. Eric and Jasper, you are close enough to immediately, since you're out in the hallway, uh, which I did not expect at this point, uh, you are close enough to recognize agents of Monarch entering the building. Oh, wonderful. And they come in, they spot the two of you, and they say, Einheit Saren, cultist, take them down. And uh, two Zalbeschlags immediately sent at the two of you. You can roll spryness. So, so my big magic did not bring Jasper out? Oh, you're right. Jasper's being held, and Jasper doesn't take any damage. Uh, Eric, it's just you. Yeah, I rolled a 20. Nice! Okay. <laughs> um, you see that Sassily's big magic just completely blocks any spell that they were sending at you. Just absorbs it. And that's it. That is Monarch's turn this time. But you see that there are at least five agents of Monarch entering the building from the front entrance. Eric, that's your turn. Oh, Fritz, why don't I have any more influence points? <laughs> yeah, I can't move. You can't move, but you can do anything else. 
Okay, it's it's their matter if they want to believe me because, as I recall rightly, the showers are kind of behind them, aren't they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the showers are off to their left. Um, like you're in the middle of the hallway, showers are off to the left. Mm -hmm. And they're coming from... Like, if you think of this as a cross... Yes. Then you've got, at the top of the cross, the main chamber where all the cultists and the elves and Sassley and Knecht are. At the bottom of the cross is where the agents of Monarch are entering from. To the left of the cross would be where the Krampine are coming from. And to the right of the cross uh, is, like, some sleeping chambers and uh, the office and study and stuff. Okay, so I can't move. I'm not gonna shoot a spell at the Angels of Menarch. Uh, the big spirit kind of blocks me from doing anything the other way because he blocks everything coming my way. I mean, that spirit is a is friendly to you and will let you do what you want to do. Okay, okay, because in that case, if that's a possibility, I would like to uh, cast a Zauberschlag at one of the cultists inside. Absolutely. And uh, take the possibility as just like my free action to talk. Okay, yeah. Um, towards Menarch. <laughs> I surrender against you, but there are Krampines coming! Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Fire that Salbeschlag out. It's a 15. That succeeds, and you see this Einheitserin with bird feathers coming out the top of its head yep. gets rocked back as your Zauberschlag slams into its side and it skitters to the ground and it takes a hit. Yes. And loses loses a constitution. Perfect. Perfect. These, <laughs> you see the agents do look in the direction that you pointed, but there's nothing coming that way. But what they do see coming out of that direction is suddenly a giant blast of flame. As the fire that you began to start finally catches the gas because Eric had the last turn in the turn order. It is the top of the turn order now and your explosion goes <laughs> off. Pipes all through the building as it travels up this gas pipe and fire comes out. The fire bursts out. The showers are directly opposite the kitchen. And you hear as some kind of monstrous form is uh, possibly burnt by these flames. Yes! Yes! Burn them all! Sorry. <laughs> it's a massive, it's a massive explosion. And unfortunately, like explosions do, the fire travels down the hallway towards you but you are protected by Sassley's big magic. Oh my gosh, you would be taking so much damage right now without Sassley's uh -huh. spirit there to yes. protect you. Um, but I will say that she absorbs all that damage. Who does not absorb that damage are the two agents of Monarch who will roll. Two agents of Monarch do lose constitution. But they're still standing? They're standing, but their clothes are burnt and they lost one third of their health and they look pissed. What would they do? What <laughs> would they do if they knew that we are students of Neudrachenberg? Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, you're in a cultist hideout wearing cultist clothes. But Man the guys from Monarch definitely can notice that they're coming into some sort of situation. But cultists in a fight with each other? Doesn't matter. You're all wrong. Because we are cultists, of course. That's right. So at this point, it is the elves' turn again. They will roll. Nice. You see these elves are firing off not very effectively, just still throwing ice missiles at the cultists. 
and you see that yeah, Dante does get off a big lightning bolt, which slams into one cultist and gets the cultist next to him. So those cultists both roll constitution rolls, and one fails, and one takes a hit. So then Dante uses his free action to try to pick up Sassley once more, who he thinks is knocked out on the floor. He will once more roll a spryness roll to try to grab you. You don't let him still Sassley, or do you? It's my next turn, right? This is, yeah, um, yes, you have the next turn. Yes, I let him. You let him? Mm -hmm. Okay, he picks you up and this reduces his fly speed to half, but he begins to fly up towards the vent into the air. That is your turn. Once more, I would like for the spirit to take... Oh, no, I can't. It's my turn. It's your turn, not the spirit's turn. Your spirit's going to try to get Eric out on his next turn because that's the last thing. I mean, you can change that on the spirit's turn, but yeah, it's currently with Eric and Jasper. He's not trying to get Jasper out? Jasper, it has. Oh, Jasper is already out. No, you said go get Jasper and Eric, and it picked up Jasper, but was not able to get Eric out from the shadows that had grabbed it. And then he's getting them out. And then it's going to get them out. So the task stays until it's fulfilled. Unless you change it, yes. No, no, no. Okay, then I will I will cast Mufte Lufte so that Dante is faster. Fabulous. Roll that Mufte Lufte. 11. That's enough, absolutely, to give him to give him just that little boost and um, he regains his normal flying speed and you get another, like you're now halfway up the chamber. Like you, you are up on the level of the scaffolding now. The catwalk is what they call that in the theater. So you're up on that level. Uh, that was your turn. That is connect Ruprecht's turn. He throws his shadow box again. The only people that are on the ground are Eric and the spirit. So roll for the spirit. Spirit can fly, but went to the ground to grab Eric. Um, 20. Spirit's fine. Spirit is awesome. Spirit uh, is great. <laughs> another freaking 20. Yay. Wow. Okay, <laughs> lots of nat 20s happening and there's no, yeah, it's a good time for it. So um, everybody manages to avoid these. I mean, I can check for the elves actually. They would also be like the three helper elves uh, who are wingless and not able to escape. Two of them get wrapped up. Uh, one of them is free. But other than that, none of you all are affected. Um, Jasper, that's your turn. You know, I said that quite often during all our episodes. I really don't know what to do. Um. <laughs> uh, you don't have to. You can also ready uh, an act, prepare an action in case something happens. Gertrude will have the next turn. Or you can maybe yeah. copy Knecht's voice and stop this all. Interesting. But I think right now, if I can, can I do a free action? and still hold my action. Tell me what you want to do. I just, you know, Jasper is feeling kind of safe because he's in the palm of the nice <laughs> Shelly, Shelly spirit. Yes. All that Jasper wants is try and find a place. No, all that Jasper wants is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I belong here, right in this hand. No, um, he wants to just um, uh, brown the hood from the cultist cloak so that people can see that he's like a blonde young boy, maybe his student cloak underneath, and just want uh -huh. to, you know, look more innocent than he does. Okay, so you you do that, I allow that, and you want to ready an action. What action do you want to ready? I know what to do. Can I try to spot 
for uh, Lady Akana. You can try to look for her, sure. Very difficult. Yeah, well, just like then I then I just want to do an investigation check, like trying to search for where she might be. Go for it. Look for her. Twelve. Okay, you don't know where where she might have gone. It is now Gertrude's turn. They pick up uh, Gertrude. They pick up Jasper and Eric, and Whoa. begin to fly them past the agents of Monarch. They just have a normal movement, but have no trouble getting past Monarch. You guys pass one, two, three, four, five agents, and you whip past the last agent, who is Agent Carter. And you also recognize uh, one centaur from the school as well. So these are the agents from that were at Neudrachenberg, plus a couple extra who were apparently in Europe at the time. Menark doesn't have a huge presence here because they are actually the Magical and Arcane North American Response Council. But you blow past them. You do not make it actually out yet, but you are on your way out. And uh, these agents look very confused about what to do. That is the cultists' turn. They are going to fire Sassley and Dante. Give me deftness defense rolls. 12. Unfortunately, Dante takes a hit in this moment, um, but shields you with his body and you take no damage. Don't worry, I got you. I wouldn't let anything bad happen to you. Aww. Uh, but seems like he's very strong and uh, has not actually lost a constitution yet. He just keeps taking hits but not losing constitution. Okay, that is gonna be Monarch. They see you two run by and boom, boom. Uh, they do fire off attacks at you, but you just blow, they don't hit you. Uh, Sassley's big magic. Can I wave, can I wave at Agent Carter? <laughs> of course. Hey, come back, what, what the heck? Um, you just blow past them, they're not able to hit you. You see, boom, boom, they're sending also hits into the, the main chamber as they go into Seinheitser and hideout. Uh, Eric, do you do anything on your turn? Uh, there's nothing I can do to, to think about because I'm getting carried by this giant ghost. And <laughs> like with the distance we now have and smoke screen, I can't see any more cultists in main mm -hmm. hall. So, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sitting in the backseat of a very spirit-like car that's moving on its own. Perfect, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, Eric, that's the end of your turn then, and you guys hear <laughs> as <laughs> the Crampine enter the fight and smash, they run down this hallway, they have a massive movement speed, so they make it all the way down the hallway and crash into the middle of these agents uh, and just absolute chaos now. All three of you are no longer in this battle, really. You've all made it out. And this is just pixie elves, agents, crampine, cultists, tearing each other apart. And this is like um, a cartoon where it's just a dust ball of, you know, <laughs> and stars coming out of it. And it is now going to be the elves' turn, and uh, that includes Dante and then Sassley. So Dante now easily flies you over to the side of the chamber and puts you down Sassley and he says, let's get out of here. Are you ready to make a run? I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm so ready. So you're, you're able to get down the vent and you open the door. Now to the left of you are four Crampine and the Centaur Manticore and they are fighting Pixie Elves and uh, the Agents of Monarch all at once. It's a shambles. 
Dante yells at the pixie elves, retreat, get out of here. So the pixie elves start to try to push through and get out of the chamber as well, um, but are not able to have much success due to the pure size of the crampine. So Jasper and Eric are out already. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to do anything. Your your big magic creature is going to come back for you. So you can just let that happen. But I don't know if that succeeds. I mean, that- I think it's your pure magic and you, you actually kind of know where it is. I mean, that's my uh, feeling for it. But what if someone is like trapping it again on the floor or like catching it on its way? That has all happened before. So I don't know if that thing comes back. You just hear connect. It would be his turn next. And he yells in frustration. Uh, he does not have any more of these with him. He only had uh, three that he brought with him. He didn't know there would be a battle. So there's no more shadowy tentacles to trap anything down. I would say you're kind of in initiative. You're kind of not. Was there anything that you wanted to do? Where am I exactly right now? In behind a door or like? Yeah, you're kind of peeking out of the room where you got the crystal, like the purple crystal at the beginning. And Dante's with me. Dante's with you. I can't have a talk to him. Sure. I'm, re I'm ready to run. Don't get me wrong. But my big magic is going to come for us. No worries. Gertrude has two really strong arms. She will carry us out of here. You truly are a powerful wizard. I have never seen such magic in my life. What an asset you are to have with us. To sit on the throne at Pixador. To sit on the throne. I don't... Um... Um... What happened outside? I, I, I thought Jewel and, and you, you are on the same page. Why is she she betraying you like that? We all work in the service of Perkta and by extension Lord Knecht, but that does not mean that our interests necessarily align. These humans always think they can butt into the business of pixie elves, but you and I know that that's nothing new. That's to be expected. We have each other and that's what's important. And he holds out his arms for like a clasp, like, come on, clasp my hand. And Sassy's clasping it and she's like, yo, pew, pew. And then she slaps it and just puts a fist yeah, and she's like cool turning around handshake. with a bum. <laughs> uh, you know what? Roll for handshake, roll for handshake. A seven. We're not in sync yet. You got a nat 20 last time you did that. Uh, it doesn't quite work. He's like, oh, I got yeah. that. Nah, okay, uh, you know, we uh, can yeah, work no, on it. Well, it's fine. It's work still on fresh. it. But like, um, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, it's, it's also new to me here, all of these connections and people. And um, Knecht and Perchte, and what kind of constellation are there, like, to each other? We can talk about that later. And that is all the time you have there. So we're going to go, it would then be... Would have been Knecht's turn. He can't do anything. He's trapped in the Shadow Realm uh, for eternity. Um, that would be Jasper's turn. You can fire back at the Monarch guys if you want. But other than that, there's not too much that you can do at this moment. You're in the arms of a very strong skeleton turtle angel. And he keeps enjoying it. All right. That is Gertrude's turn. Um, Gertrude <laughs> like, takes the door almost off its hinges and deposits you two in front of the hideout Yay. and doesn't really have to use much movement and is flying back to get Sassley and Dante makes it to you and picks you both up. Dante kind of isn't comfortable, but... Let it happen, Dante. Let it happen. Gertruda is, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, persistent. The battle rages in front of you. Now that you are in both in Gertruda's hands, you are fairly impervious to damage, and Gertruda 
flies you out past everybody. Uh, and you make it out of this, and I thought you would all be on death's door at the end of this battle. I was, <laughs> I was so sure I'd finally created a battle that it would bring you all to the brink of death. Um, but with this incredible big magic roll, Sassly mm, pretty much made it <laughs> fly by. Haha, <laughs> fly by because the ghost is flying. <laughs> Um, Gertrude deposits you all in front, and as she deposits Dante back, he says, who, who, are, who are these? Who are these humans, Sassily? I told you, these two, them are. And she looks at them, and she's like, making big eyes, play along, guys. Them are servants. They're too dumb to do anything else, and trying to fight anything against me, because you know what? You saw my big magic and they wouldn't have a chance against that. Look at them, they look super simple. And she looks at them, she's like, right? You know what Jasper thinks, it's like, I thought she said something like friends, but what he does is <laughs> he's going on his knees and like, hey, big sassy, hey, big sassy, hey, Yeah, e Eric is taking a very deep bow. Very, very deep. Yeah, he's a, the one that bows in front of you right now. He's a silent one. He doesn't speak. He never speaks, right? <laughs> what do you think shall I do for that? Just look up and not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dante says, uh, looks at you Hasley and says, well, it's good to see that you found humans who are as trainable as these, but we must vacate the city and return to Pixador at haste, Sassley. This... Mm. Altercation today doesn't change our end goal, and we are still in the service of Pecta. Come, fly away with me, and let's get to Pixador immediately so we can enact the next stage of our plan. Could you, could you give me a map and I fly right after you in a second? You know, I have to get stuff done. I'm totally behind my whole plan. My schedule is totally thrown off. I mean, that was a <laughs> lot to digest. My dear king. Fine. <laughs> fine then, fine. Then meet me at Pixador, but don't take long. And get yourself out of this mess as quickly as possible. If these servants mean so much to you, I'll see you there where our throne awaits. Nothing. They mean nothing. They, they mean nothing to me. They're just, you know, pleasant to have around. You know what I mean. As it should be. And uh, Dante takes one last look at you, takes your hand, kisses you on the back of the hand, steps on Jasper, who's on the ground, and uses him to push himself into the air, and you see that Dante flies, like, towards the center of the city, he flies off. Sassily looks at him leave, and this is the first time she actually truly collapses and faints, <laughs> because she is so yes. exhausted from all of that. Sassily, Gertrude, uh, like the big iron giant, looks at you and holds out a hand and cups your face uh, with love, even though it's actually just your own magic, and then puts a, a hand on your heart before it sinks back into your body. It's your own magic, and Gertrude is gone. Your big magic is gone, but did its job very well. Aww, good job, Gertrude. Very good job. Like, I wish we could have the chance to meet more often. I need more failed spells. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's something that you all notice now. All around you, the crystals of the city that are around you 
are red. And there seems to be a radius where they're flickering red, 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 coming out from you three. And there's nobody else in this area, but you know that that is bad because it's very obvious that you three, something about you three, is making all of these crystals turn red. It's the crystal we have, isn't it? Based on what Yazadva said, you are fairly certain that this means that the portal inside has collapsed in on itself. He said that if you took that crystal outside of this laboratory, that that portal would no longer have the power source it needed to stay open. Well, that's good, I guess. (laughs) That is good. That's good, I guess. So as you see all these red crystals and you start to sweat and get nervous, you don't know what to do. You can't go back into the city. A voice floats to you. Hey, come with me if you want to live. This way. Come here. This way. And you see off in the distance a figure with a shaved head, uh, short purple hair that comes down in three triangles, purple eyebrows, tattoo like waves or maybe a gust of wind under a right eye, high cheekbones, sharp chin. They wear a long dark fabric vest over a tight long sleeve kind of off-white hempen shirt and they hold a wireless mic in their hand and their voice is floating to you from far away. Come on, guys, gotta get out of here. Come on. Do you go with the figure? At this point, I have a question. Yes, (laughs) you are unconscious. Yeah, but me, Nadine, is not. So (laughs) I'm I'm just wondering... Did Mildred and Yazelva make it out of the dead? <laughs> Did they make it out of there? You don't see them. You do not see Yazelva and Mildred anywhere. My wildest guess is that they got caught by uh, the agents of Menarch, who just wanted to enter because they were the ones who waited outside. Mm-hmm. It would seem like And it. they were still wearing the ropes. Probably. Which reminds me, I'm gonna slip out of the rope right now. <laughs> That's a smart idea. That's a good idea. Yes! The character is, is running up to you closer and says... Hey, I've been sent by a friend of yours to get you out of here. Seems like you're in a tough spot. Let's go. Come on. Okay, but give us the name of the friend. Good job, Eric. I'm Indy, and I want to get y'all out of here. And at this moment, Eric, on Indy's wireless microphone that you can assume their magic wand is inside of, you see an amber stone. Oh! And that's where we'll end our episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm good. I'm fine. Okay. All right. JK! We rolling. It's magic out of control. Start running. It's coming. Our magician master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme song by Aaron Richards with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genet. What a trip. Thanks for sticking around, folks, and hanging on for us for what is essentially the end of our Shimmerheim arc. 
We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. It really was a wild, fun time. We do hope to be able to bring our content to you more regularly back onto our normal schedule very soon. Uh, we'll have a more permanent base that we're working from in the near future. But until then, thank you for bearing with us and sticking with us so that we can keep creating fun episodes like this for you. In the meantime, you can always follow us on our social medias. That's jk.weird.rolling on Instagram or jkwe'rolling on Facebook. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash jkwe'rolling. That's where we upload all of our fun extras and anything that we can think of as a small way of saying thank you for your support and allowing us to keep making this show that we love to do so much. So where are we off to next? You'll have to join us for our next episode to find out. But until then, just remember to keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Michael, the two things I have to decide were if I want to go into the shadow realm, basically. Um, yeah, basically they or... said die. Die was the other option. Yeah. <laughs> The choice is up to you. <laughs>